Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, boo. If I sound funny, it's because your girl has been sick. Oh my gosh. I'm the only one in the house that's sick. Praise God, right? We're happy about that. We're happy that the kids are not sick, but baby, mama is not able to shake this thing it has been a week of just non-stop being sick but at least right now i don't feel like i've been hit by a truck and i'm gonna record this episode so i'm gonna keep it short and sweet i actually had this thought while i was laying down feeling sick yesterday um and the sick that i am it's not pregnancy sick (laughs) before you get like oh my god this girl's pregnant no um this is definitely like some kind of cold or something. They thought I had a sinus infection. Who knows? But listen, as long as the kids don't get sick, I'm okay. Like, I know, I feel like it's ghetto that moms get sick. But I mean, hey, as long as the whole family does not get taken out, I'm just going to ride it. But I had this thought last night and it really just came from this idea of, I talked to a lot of service providers and coaches and Something that commonly comes up is like, you know, where to focus or like, what does it look like to build to, you know, your first six figures? And then what does it look like on the other side of six figures, right? After you've hit six figures and you are, you know, thinking and considering scaling, or at least you're wanting to grow, you know, year over year, right? You want to, you know, maybe you make 100K this year, the next year you want to make 150K or something like that. So I want to kind of talk about three things that I feel like you should be focusing on or what you're going to do in both of those situations. So what to do until you hit $100,000. So if you have not hit $100,000 yet, this is what you need to be doing. It's just three things. Thing number one is to do it messy, okay? When you have not hit 100K yet, you're going to be focusing on doing things messy. You're going to be taking the next best action, whatever that is. And I know I get it. A lot of people are like, you know, don't throw spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like that's not, that's not good for long-term success. And it's not right. I'm saying that you're doing this until you hit hundred K because until you hit your first a hundred thousand dollars, you don't really know what works. You don't know what feels good for you and your business, which is why you need to try multiple things. Now, this is not to say that you are inconsistent. This is not to say that, you know, you ditch a strategy, you know, in a month if you don't see results, but it is to say, let's do some messy things here right now. You know, I am, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm actually really big on branding. Um, If you notice a lot of the visuals that I use or like I use photography, I, I, I don't, I tend to not, you know, use like iPhone photography and stuff like that. Um, All my things are pretty well branded. I'm really big on brand, but I will say like in the beginning, 
brand is not the end all be all right now brand is important and we should have some kind of cohesion but you know having a extensive brand strategy and stuff like that where you don't even know what you're doing is not really going to be helpful but you should still have something there right you should still have an idea of colors you should still have an idea of okay this is like the style that i'm going for um other things of doing it messy like what is your strategy maybe you need to have an idea of you know what for right now i'm going to test out and see how this instagram funnel you know if i can create some kind of instagram funnel or playing around with having a podcast right whatever it is though i want you to do it messy and i want you to take whatever you feel like is the next best action and something that is really important to me, especially inside Moms Do Business Different, and Moms Do Business Different is perfect for you if you are someone that you're like, okay, I'm trying to hit my first $100,000. Like anywhere from having a 3K month to a 5K month to your first six-figure year, uh, Moms Do Business Different is going to be perfect for you because a lot of the, a lot of what we talk about is taking the maxi action. I'm always telling someone, hey, let's just get it done quick and dirty, right? What's the What's the you know, what's the least that you can do? What's the least you can slap together to see, to validate your offer, to see if it works, to see if the strategy works, to see if you like the strategy, to see what your capacity is, to see how much work it requires of you. So when you're trying to get to that first 100K, I know that a lot of people are like, oh, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks, or, you know, even I say like doing all the things, but I mean to do all the things within reason, right? I'm not telling you to have five different platforms that you're on trying to build for all of them and all that. No, but you are going to have to try multiple different platforms or multiple different things to see what works for you. Because I have some girls that not, well, I don't mean to say girls, but like some of the girlies, they love to use um, podcasting, right? I love podcasting, but I have some, some moms and some women that podcasting is just not a vibe for them. They don't want a podcast. It's not fun. And that's okay, right? Maybe you like to blog. Maybe you like to do video. Whatever is a strength for you, but you won't know that unless you try multiple different things. So I'll, and I'll always say this, every strategy works. You just have to try it, right? But the number one thing is that you have to do it messy because a lot of times we, you know, over-research or we over-strategize. And then at the end of the day, nothing ever gets done because we get so focused on, you know, oh, it's not perfect. It's not, you know, exactly what it should be. I'm not able to follow this particular part of the strategy, whatever. No, as you're building to 100K, the number one goal is to just do it messy. Take that next next best action, whatever that looks like. Thing number two is clean up, right? So you've been doing it messy, right? You made a mess, right? So you need to clean up, right? And by clean up, what I mean is look at your data and look at your results, right? All I want you to do is get yourself organized. So like, for example, the bundle that I'm not the bundle, but the summit that I hosted, I did it messy. Now I'm past the 100k mark, right? But I still did it messy because at the end of the day, I need to learn, right? I, I wanted to learn a new visibility strategy. I wanted to learn and see how this works. So I did it messy. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't It wasn't even ideal. I've told you how everything played out, how everything shook out. And it just, it was not ideal. I did not do it according to anybody else's, like anybody that does this, you know, strategically ongoing. I definitely didn't do it that way. But I decided to be a beginner, right? I decided to put myself in a beginner's shoes and see like, okay, how how does this work? So I did it messy and now I'm cleaning up. So I'm, I looked at the data. I've looked at how everything happened. I looked at the results. I looked at all the stuff and I fine-tuned. I created a couple of processes and stuff like that. And that leads me to the step three of 
after you look at your data and your results, then you tighten up, okay? You make some informed decisions, you reorganize, and, and, and now you're able to make the next best action something that's informed. So instead of doing it messy, you're taking a more informed action, right? Based off of the results that you previously got. So step one, you do it messy, you take the next best action. Step two, you clean up, you look at the data, you look at your results, right? You're really looking and trying to understand, you're analyzing the data, you're analyzing what's happening here, right? This is a very important step because going forward, when you are past that 100K mark, that is a skill that you need to have. You need to have a skill of being able to look at the data, look at the numbers, look at your results to then inform your next best step, which is that step three, which is tighten up, right? Get everything tightened up, reorganize what needs to be reorganized. Um, maybe there's a new system you need to use, or you might want to try out whatever it is. Now you're making a informed next decision instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks, right? So I always say there's a time and place to throw the spaghetti, okay? Sometimes it's okay to throw the spaghetti at the wall because we're trying to see what sticks, right? Like we're trying to see what actually works. And I mean, hey, afterwards, we're going to clean it up. Okay, we're going to clean up the mess that was made. After we look and see what worked, we're going to clean up what was made. And now when we tighten up, you're going to be able to make decisions that won't require you to make as big of a mess or a mess at all, right? Now you can rinse and repeat or whatever. But that's all you're going to be doing until you reach 100K. It's testing it out, doing it messy, cleaning up, right? Figuring out what's working, figuring out what's not working, removing things, adding things in, and then tightening up, making the next best decision. So now you've crossed the 100k mark, okay? Or you're very close, right? You're like, okay, I know this year I hit, I mean, I had a year, and I can't remember what year it was, but I had a year where I made, I believe, like 86k. And I knew exactly why I didn't make 100k that year. But I was like, next year, I know, I mean, I don't even have to, I don't have to set 100k as the goal, because I know why I missed it in this year. So um, I think it was like 86k, or maybe it was 75k, yeah, I think it was 75,000. No, it was 76,000. I remember it was six somewhere. So I don't know if it was 76 or 86. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point of the story is that I knew the next year it was going to be way past six figures because I literally fumbled, like I made a mistake. I'm like, okay. So now, so if you're at that level where you're like, you know what? I know that I can clear six figures. So let me go ahead and, and move on and think about what happens after six figures. These are the three things that you want to focus on after six figures. Step one is to align, okay? At all times, we are aligning. You wanna look at your vision and whatever your movement is, whatever you wanna be known for, whatever your vision, your mission is, you wanna always look at those things as your guiding star. So these are this is gonna be what you're always checking back into because at the end of the day, after 100K, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to trivialize 100K because I think that $100,000 is a huge goal and a huge deal. But I will say that I have found for a lot of CEOs that I work with, after $100,000, any other financial goal you have is, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say irrelevant, but it's just, it's not as, like the dollar amount is not as important. Um, the dollar amount is not as important as the impact. And if the dollar amount is important, because um, I have had a couple of people that like, they really did care about, like, I want to make 250K or I want to make half a million dollars or whatever. But even those people, I found that like, it wasn't even the fact that they set the dollar goal. It was really like the impact that they wanted to have. And so after 100K, it's really important to like, 
get clear, like get back to you having a vision, which is why even inside Moms Do Business Different, I make you start with a vision, even if the vision for right now is to pay your bills, right? Maybe that's your vision right now is to pay your bills. But after 100K, I find that a lot of people, their vision tends to start looking like how they can truly serve others, right? And that's okay, right? It's okay in the beginning of your business. I mean, I say it all the time. In the beginning of my business, the only reason why your girl was doing anything was because I had bills to pay and nobody would hire me. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be the one to tell you like, oh, you got to have a bigger vision, a bigger why, blah, blah. Uh, no, a, a huge why is that I want to feed my kids. So it is what it is, right? So, but I do find that after that six-figure mark, like once you hit 100K, when you're thinking about, your business after that point, you are thinking just a little bit bigger. You are thinking a little bit more outside yourself. And so the first thing you want to do is just get yourself in alignment, right? Look at your vision, look at your movement, look at what you are creating as your guiding star in all things, right? So even if you have to go back and do something messy, even if you have to go back and clean up something or tighten up, if you have to do all that, you're going to be doing it from the standpoint of making sure that it is in alignment with the future progress or future trajectory of your business. Because you're not thinking about your business in the terms of what it could do for you right now. You're thinking about what it could look like a year from now or 10 years from now or whenever you're ready to exit the company, right? That's where you're looking. And even even with alignment, you're also looking at the legacy, right? That you're leaving for your children. Like you're looking at a much bigger picture after 100K. So alignment is the first thing. The second thing is to simplify, right? In the, in the steps of 100K, like getting to 100K, we're doing the most, right? Like this is, this is where we're doing all the things, right? And I know it can be overwhelming. I know that, you know, as much as I talk about a bare minimum strategy, I know that even sometimes doing the bare minimum can be a lot, right? Especially when you don't have team, people to support you and stuff like that. It can still feel like a lot. And even though I try to streamline as much as possible, we have to all be real. It still requires some work to get paid. Okay. At the end of the day, it still requires work to get paid, whether you do the work or somebody else. And when you're getting to hundred K, a lot of times you're doing the bulk of the work after hundred K, you can hire people to help you. You have systems, all kind of stuff. But before 100K, you don't really have as much, right? You don't have as much supporting you. And so after hundred K, it like simplify is going to be simplifying and streamlining. So we'll say simplify and optimizing, right? Those are going to be really a really important step. So simplifying, you're just going to be looking for where you can do less or where you can optimize, right? Where you can put in a system, where you can hire somebody, where you can get some sort of support to help you make things simple and to help you make things a little bit more routine, right? After 100K, I'm not going to lie, business starts to look a little bit boring. Like you still do fun and interesting things. You still get to like, you know, try stuff or whatever like that. But after 100K, business starts to look really boring because like now we're like projecting out, right? We're, we're looking out and like, okay, I want to book out my services for the next three to six months or I want to, you know, um... I want to stack my cash flow so that, you know, for the next three to six months, like I'm not, I'm not worried about signing a new client or, you know, like you, you, like the thought process behind your business is a little bit different. And so when you're working, you know, in my, in, in my head, like I, the best way to explain this is like when you're working in advance, you do kind of tend to take, um, I, I, I don't know how to best explain this, but like 
you do tend to like create a more boring business because you need that stability to create trust, right? Because nobody wants to invest in a coach or in a photographer. You can't work with this person for six months because that's when their books open up and you've put a deposit down. Like you want to make sure that this person ain't going to just wake up tomorrow and decide to change their whole business. Because now it's like, wait a minute, I just invested and your whole business is changing, right? So I'm I'm not saying that you can't make changes because I do it all the time, but it is something to think about when you are doing those things like, okay, what is like the simplest thing in my business? Like how am I simplifying my business so that no matter what I do, if I do have to make any kind of changes, it's not going to detrimentally affect my cash flow or my clients, right? Because we don't want to, we don't want to mess up either one of those things. So simplifying and optimizing your business, optimizing your strategy, right? Not trying to do 5,000 steps in your strategy, but really being intentional about doing the key things that actually move the needle forward. That is going to be where you're focused on after 100K. And that's your job. Like that's nobody else's job, but yours. We can hire the social media manager. We can hire the CMO. We can hire the marketing strategist. We can hire the salesperson, whatever. But at the end of the day, the strategy and what exactly we're supposed to be doing is still the CEO's job because you're the only person that has a big picture snapshot view of the entire company. And you're the only person that truly believes in the mission to your bones, right? I, I mean, I've worked with some amazing people on my team, but at the end of the day, none of them love my business more than me, right? None of them cared about my clients more than me. Now, I found I had some team members that cared, you know, pretty close. Like, I mean, they I could see like, okay, wow, like you're really invested in my in my community, my people. By the end of the day, it is my job to lead the ship. So it's the same thing with you. When it comes to simplifying, you just want to look for where you can optimize, where you can do less but where you can also stay in the role of a CEO and making those decisions and keeping things as as lean and as neat as possible so that everybody in the company can flourish and in turn, your clients will flourish. The last thing is micro adjustments, okay? So first you aligned, right? Or you're constantly getting alignment. I will say this, after 100K, all this stuff becomes fluid. It's not necessarily a step-by-step process. You're constantly aligning yourself. You're constantly simplifying things. And lastly, you're constantly making micro adjustments. So basically what's happening is that based on prior evidence, right? So based off of the data, you're going to be making small tweaks to improve on what you know works. So you know this thing works. You know this strategy works or whatever. Now you're making micro adjustments. Remember when I said business kind of gets boring? Well, this is where you can have a little bit of fun. Because now you can say, okay, if I keep everything the same except for this thing, what happens, right? Micro adjustments, because you're not trying to make, you know, when you're, when you're, when you haven't made a hundred K yet, you can make bigger, you know, decisions, bigger changes. And it's like, okay, it's fine because you're still figuring things out. But after a hundred K, you don't want to make a huge decision and tank your business right now. If you're, if you're trying to do something drastic, that's one thing I've done that before where I've made like a drastic, I mean, I just mentioned that I had made, I think I mentioned on the podcast that I made a drastic decision and I wasn't sure, you know, if I was being emotional or not, I still think I'm kind of being low key emotional about the decision, but it's a very drastic decision. But also when I really think about it, it's a micro adjustment. Like I'm making a micro adjustment for the vision right? Which goes back to that alignment piece. So after you hit 100K, you're going to be making micro adjustments based on the data, right? So this is almost like the clean up and tighten up phase in 100K, but it looks slightly different after 100K because you're not going to make these big, huge decisions 
that like that far in the game of your business and the reason why you're not going to want to do that is because there are too many variables in your business that you're that you're going to have to make sure that you're controlling for now only somebody that is at this level is going to understand what i'm talking about right now but i promise you when you hit when you cross the six-figure level you're going to come back to this and be like dang okay i know what k was talking about here but what i'm saying to you is that after you hit 100k the decisions that you make in your business, there's going to be so many data points. There's going to be so many factors. There's going to be so many things that you're thinking about that at the end of the day, you need to just move one thing, right? You need to just make one small decision. So even though I made a pretty, like it was a big decision, the way that I'm making this decision, the way that I'm fa- I'm phasing the decision, right? So I'm making tiny micro adjustments in this decision. So the first thing is I removed a offer. Now I removed the offer that I removed and this is inside my photography business. So the offer that I removed, um, it's, it's not a low offer, but it's an offer that, um, you could think about it as a, as a one-off situation, right? So usually in my photography business, I offer quite a bit of like retainer things, which is very interesting as a photographer because a lot of our stuff is actually one off. But um, this was actually the thing that I'm removing. It's actually um, like a experience. So I'm removing this thing in hopes of seeing how my community responds to it. Now, depending on how they respond will inform whether or not I completely remove an entire service. So Again, I'm, I'm doing it in phases, right? I'm making these micro adjustments because obviously I don't want to like shock my, <laughs> my, my client base. I don't want to, you know, rock the boat too far. And also I don't want to lose out on the cash flow, right? Because if I, if I just dropped an entire offer right now, that's a whole cash flow um, or sorry, the whole revenue stream that I'm completely eliminating. This kind of goes back to what happened to me when I closed my social media agency. So when I closed my social media agency, I've talked about this before, my social media agency was the highest revenue driver in my business, right? And when I closed the agency, I closed it, yes, because I was burned out, yes, because I was stressed, I was overwhelmed. But what I did not think about is that it's my number one revenue driver. Like that is where the bulk of my money came from. So when I closed that down, I immediately went from, you know, making like comfortably knowing I would make $75,000 a year to now nothing because there was no money coming in from this area. So I had to make other things work. And that can be very stressful when you don't think about it in that context, which is why I say after 100K, you're going to really be making micro adjustments, right? That was a time in my life and business that I should have been making micro adjustments, not big decisions, not, not just doing, you know, um, not just trying to clean up and tighten up. I should have been actually doing micro adjustments and aligning. Okay. So that's why it's like, that's why what you do going to hundred K is different from what you do after hundred K before hundred K you can just clean things up. You can just tighten things up and it's fine because those big decisions aren't going to cost you six figures, right? But after six figures, you're not you're not cleaning up and tightening up. You're making micro adjustments that align with your vision, right? So it's two it's two different ways of approaching how you make certain decisions in your business. But ultimately both of these things will get you where you want to go, right? Because if you if your goal is to make 75k a year, it's totally fine to just stay in that 
in that system of doing it messy, cleaning up and tightening up. Because those three things right there are going to keep you in alignment with whatever it is that you want to do, right? It's going to keep you in a good space because you're not going to be, you know, you're, you're still not going to make these huge decisions that are going to cost you tons and tons of money, right? But if you do decide to make that jump from, okay, now I'm going from a, from 75K to 150K, well, now at this point, you can't, like, the decisions that you make, they have to be anchored into something different, which is why I like to anchor it into your vision, your movement, your core values, whatever it is, we're anchoring our our decisions into something else. So now we can make micro adjustments based on the data, right? Now we can make micro adjustments and we're just simplifying. We're making, we're figuring out, okay, what works, what's moving, all the moving parts, all that kind of stuff. So this was just the idea that I had. I hope it makes sense because I was like, man, like this, you know, I, I coach people through this so much and I've done it so many times in my own business, but I don't think I've ever really explained this concept, you know, like in its entirety. So I hope this made sense. If it didn't, you know, let me know and be like, girl, you was doing all that talking and it just was not giving. And that's totally fine. I am sick. I'm hopped up on meds, meds right now. So I could be like, you know, just in my own little brain days or whatever of being on meds dad has the kids right now um tay has the kids right now so i was like oh i could take a nap or i could record a podcast episode so talk about sacrifice boo um (laughs) but yes that's all i wanted to say um if you are somebody that you're at that after 100k mark or if you're somebody that you're like i'm ready to take that jump from 75k to you know making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a year that i really invite you to join my rolling mastermind the aligned life ceo mastermind um i'm this is not this is like off the cuff so just bear with me here but the whole concept behind the mastermind is just to help you um streamline simplify and optimize your business um and you know i I try not to call things a business because like we have companies baby like we are next level so I want to support you in really making those strategic decisions so that you can scale your business to multiple six figures if that is your desire, right? And I want you to do that in a way that suits your lifestyle. I want you to do it in a way that, you know, you're not sitting here stressing yourself out. I have people that come to me making $250,000 and they just want to burn their business down. And that is so ghetto. Like nobody, nobody wants to do that. And so I want to, if you haven't got to that point, I want to make sure you don't get there. But if you are at that point, I want to help you really look at your business and see how is it matching up with your vision? How are you, you know, operating and doing things? Do you have team in place, whether it's personally in your personal life or in your business? Do you have people in place that can support you? Um, And then how are you using your time? What is your strategy like? Do you have things automated that make sense, right? So that's what we do inside the mastermind. And what I really love about this mastermind is that I'm really making a collaborative space. I really want all the women that join to be able to share their expertise and to, you know, maybe sign a client within, within the mastermind, right? That's really my goal behind this is that putting these like-minded women together that can really serve and support each other while also getting that structure and support you need from me. Um, I have been building companies since I was <laughs> dang near 12 years old, and I didn't realize how much of strength of strength that was until I started getting myself into masterminds and people would ask me questions and they're like, wow, like you're such a wealth of business knowledge. And that's what I want to bring into the business space. I want to bring, you know, real world business knowledge into the business, the online business space and really serve and support, especially my service providers. I love my coaches, but my service providers, a lot of us struggle with burnout 
We struggle with, you know, making decisions. We struggle with hiring team. We struggle with letting go of control. And I really want to support you guys in, you know, creating a well-running machine while also maybe exploring other options like coaching, if that's something that you want to get into or education or whatever. Um, And then for my coaches, I really want to help you maybe expand because I know that it can feel scary sometimes to just rely on coaching, right? I, I, I have plenty of clients that make six figures and they are so nervous about about their company because times are sometimes changing, you know, like times are changing and you want to make sure that your income and the way that you're building your business is still a strong foundation. And so we really focus on your foundation. We focus on simplifying, we focus on streamlining, we focus on tying everything into your vision. And then we also focus on, you know, making sure that you're making those micro adjustments so that you can secure your business so that you can have a lot more confidence in the company that you're running without burning yourself to the ground. And then if you are on the other end of the spectrum and you are someone that you're trying to build to that um, to that six-figure mark, maybe you're trying to hit those 3K months, 5K months, or maybe you're trying to hit you know your first 10K month. Maybe you're somewhere in that realm. Moms Do Business Different is going to be a perfect place for you. Inside there, we really focus heavily on, okay, here's the business foundation. Here's how to create your offers. Here's how we're marketing them. And here's the strategy to sell. A big mistake that a lot of people make is that you just think, oh, I need to learn this one strategy and that's it. That's not going to fly, right? You need to learn a process and a system that you can rinse and repeat over and over and over again. But if you're not rinsing and repeating because you're still learning, at least you have a process that you can follow, that you can implement. And then when you go and you make your adjustments, you know what you're adjusting for. A lot of people don't have a sales process. They don't have a actual marketing strategy. And that is what's hurting you in your business. That's keeping you from actually reaching that six-figure mark. And I know a lot of people that make six figures that don't have those processes either. But once they get them, it's like you you scale so much faster because you have them. So Moms Do Business Different will be perfect for you if you're below the six-figure mark. And then if you are at six figures or if you are like, I'm at 70K, I know I can make six figures, but I just need a little bit of support, then the Align Life CEO Masterminds for you. All right. And that's it for this episode. I cannot believe I talked for 28 minutes sounding like this, feeling like this, but listen, I love you, girl. (laughs) Y'all gonna be like, this is a whole different side of K, because it is. Like, sick K is just like, whew, sick K is a whole vibe. But anyway, and that's enough of this one. Until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman, and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.